What's up, everybody? It's J&J with Justin and Jordan. Yeah. What we got today, Justin, with our special guest, David Morose. Yes, fresh from sir. Columbia, by the way. Fresh from Columbia. Bro, that's W shit, bro. Every time I come back from Columbia, y'all invite me on the pod. I gotta take more trips. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. But, you know, before you get inside, since you brought up, how was the bitches out there? Bro, word of bro. They was generational, I'm not gonna lie, bro. And I didn't, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really do anything out there, but that's not my forte out there. But yo, it's generational, like crazy. And one more thing, bro, I forgot to shout out last episode. Big shout out to D Thang G's. He back home. Um, video came out that he met Melo yesterday. Melo and his son, bro. Melo showed him mad love. Two kings in New York, bro. Welcome back home, my nigga. Dead ass. All right, Justin. So what we got going on today? Shout out Melo. Shout uh, out so... D-Thing, nigga. Show some respect. <laughs> Shout out D-Thing. All right. So today, we got to react to the Pascal Siakam trade. He just got traded to the Indiana Pacers. The Raptors finally deciding to end all this shit. Um, we got a Stacey King rant. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why. <laughs> came at us. Came at the Knicks fans, Yeah, bro. came at the Knicks came fans. Came at New York. Yeah, and Philly. Yeah, wow. Philly deserves it. Though. Some crowds disrespect. We didn't even talk about crowds last episode, and it was on the topic list. Yeah, it was supposed to be a short little thing, but yeah. you know, it's been getting a little bit worse online. And we got who? We're, since we're halfway through the season right now, we are going to talk about who are the real contenders in the league right now. Let me let me get the the Jerry Cross stuff out the way because the Siakam thing kind of leads into who's a contender because you know that leads into are the Pacers a contender? Yeah. As you all already know, the Bulls were honoring Jerry Krause, the man who built the teams that won six championships. He built those teams. Those teams with Michael Jordan, with Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Horace Grant, everybody. Charles Oakley, that was him. You, are, you should honor him as a fan. Anyone that gets your team six championships, whoever has a part in that, you do honor them. The man died a couple years ago. The fucking Bulls fans booed him. They booed him, showed his wife on camera, crying because you guys are all booing the man who helped deliver you six championships. And that's one thing I'm going to touch on later. But first of all, Stacey King, watch your fucking mouth. Because you say, we're, we're Chicago, we're, we're a sports city with class, we're not like New York and Philly. First of all, y'all don't do shit like this? I, I never seen the Knicks boo anybody that died. I never seen the Giants or Jets fans boo somebody that died. I didn't see Yankee fans boo Steinbrenner when he died. A man who built teams that had a bunch of fucking championships. I don't think Philly did that shit either. Yeah, they threw snowballs at Santa Claus, but so what? They threw popcorn at Sirianni. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh, so. So what's going? So what's going on, bro? That that's so you you want to push it on us? Like y'all didn't do this shit. And by the way, beforehand, when Steve Bartman caught the fucking ball in the Cubs game. Y'all had to put that nigga into witness protection. That's classy? That was wild. They, Is that classy to you, dude? They chased that motherfucker at the stadium, bro. He walked out with armed police. Not security, armed police. But this is a classy sports city. 100%. You, you booing a dead man who helped deliver those fucking championships. And before I even get to the next part, bro, I want you guys to discuss how y'all felt when I saw that. Because that shit made me sick to my stomach. Are you talking about when they booed a... Uh... When they booed his wife. Well, him. And his wife was fucking crying. Nah, yeah, um, that shit was kind. Of, it, that shit was fucked up. 
I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the he did that bullshit at the end of the Bulls tenure where he's like, yeah, I'm 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 gonna tear this shit down and see if I could do this shit without MJ. Um, but that's really the only bad thing he did. Like, he I know a lot of owners that that have done way worse, <laughs> way worse. We, we, we not talking about yeah, it. We not talking about that. But but yeah, um, Tom yeah. Sherman? When I when I saw that, shit, oh hell yes, Robert Sarver, James Dolan. Uh, yeah, oh, Mark Cuban. <laughs> yeah, throwing out names. Fuck it. But what's it called? Um, nah. Yeah, I, I just felt bad for her because um, she didn't gotta go through that. She's there because they're honoring him, and he's not here with us, so she's there to represent him. And they did that shit. And um, I'm not gonna lie, to Chicago. That that didn't look good. That's that's some shit Philly would do. No disrespect, but damn, we we trying to get the blame off us, and you still shifting <laughs> to somebody else. <laughs> but. You can't lie. That's it's some shit Philly would do. Well, all due respect, though, we we us in Philly, we don't we haven't booed somebody that died. Yeah, that that's, also gave us mad fucking. That's rings. crazy, Chicago. You can't dig yourself out that. But that was I, corny. That was corny oh, as fuck. Oh no, I didn't mean it to correlate. But um. Oh oh oh. Yeah, I wasn't. No no no. I'm saying what they did to him was corny as fuck. Bro. Oh, I thought that you was heard foul. That. Oh okay, okay. That was foul as fuck. But yeah, that shit was fucked up, bro. I don't think that it was just fucked up. And Stacey King, watch him out, nigga. Yeah, we're, we're watching out. What'd you think, Dave? Nah, yeah. I remember uh, scrolling Twitter and I see, like see clips of uh, what was happening. And first of all, I want to say I'm I'm a Michael Jordan fan. So and even though I didn't grow up in that era, like I remember watching the 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 documentary when it dropped like four years ago. And bro, that shit was purely Michael Jordan prop. Like it made thank you. It, it tore everyone down. Like it yeah. made you. Scotty, I was gonna say thank yeah. you. Made Scotty look bad. Made Jerry Krause look bad. And, like, those are the two other main pieces other than MJ on those dynasty teams, basically. And, you know, to boo Jerry Cross's true wife, like, for me, you know, and it was an older lady. Like, usually you find these rich guys that are dating the much younger girls. They're just in it for the money. It was his real wife, like, a lady that's about probably about 67 years old. And, like, she was just sitting there crying. And how disrespectful for MJ and Scotty not even to show up. You know, your, your true heroes of Chicago didn't even show up to the rings ceremony. But you booed the wife of the GM who got slandered and destroyed in that documentary four years ago that all casuals ran with. Everyone ran with the fuck Jerry Krause shit. You know what I'm trying to say? So it was really, it was just really messed up, bro. Like, y'all can't be doing that Chicago. You guys can't be doing that shit. And then the uh, commentator trying to shift the blame to New York and Philly. It's kind of crazy, bro. Like, New York, you know, you guys might say, well, you guys put bags over your heads when you guys sucked for the last 10 years of basketball. Well, bro, that's just because we were a bad basketball team and our owner didn't do shit to change that. You know, so yeah, just unacceptable, unacceptable behavior, bro. Like that was his real wife. You know, she was there crying. She was helpless. She couldn't do nothing, and she was in the front of everybody too. I'll I'll say it right now because you said it, man. It, it's it was pure propaganda. The last dance, in my opinion, was the most impactful propaganda in history since 1940s Germany. <laughs> oh, that's some real shit. <laughs> That was that was some yeah. real propaganda. <laughs> that was some that was some real propaganda. This but, is gonna go in the history books. But I, yeah, it's, I'm not gonna lie because, like you said, it tore down everything. It fabricated the truth of what fucking happened, and that's why I also want to say, you guys want to give MJ all the credit, Scotty some of the credit, but you guys don't want to give the credit to the guys that build the fucking teams. This man overrode Michael Jordan's decisions on who to fucking draft and trade for, and look at the team that he got him by not listening to him. We see all the time, and you say, yo, MJ, I'm a LeBron guy. He makes bad decisions on fucking trades. Like, yo, let's get Westbrook. Don't listen to your fucking players. You are the GM. It is your job to build these fucking teams, and you deserve as much credit as the guys who are on the fucking floor. And I agree with Jerry Cross when he was saying that shit. He's like, yeah, yo, I'm, like, I'm not on TV, but I deserve the credit too. 
I built this shit, and it's the facts. It's the fucking facts, bro. Think like about stop, it. Think stop. about it. He built two championship teams. Yes, yes, he did. He did. He had a he had a great eye for talent. Who the fuck was scouting Scottie Pippen in Central Arkansas? You think all the all twenty six teams, whatever it was at the time, were doing that shit? No, they weren't. Nigga was a team manager as a freshman. That's what I'm saying. Look at Loki, are you Jerry Krause is like the the GMs of Steinbrenner? Like he's a Steinbrenner version of GMs. Like he really he was in the picture too. Like he was saying that he deserves the credit. Like Steinbrenner was like that. Correct, correct. And look what it got him. Six fucking championships. And everyone to hate him. And then you're hated now. And then Michael Jordan was trying to say, um, we're the ones that go out and get this shit. He's like, nigga, you're not doing shit. Yeah, but the thing is, like, bro, look at all the guys you're playing with right now. When you lost in the first round, the first two times you went to the fucking playoffs. And look what I built after that shit. Look at that shit. Look at everyone playing with you. Who got you those guys? You didn't draft them. You didn't trade for them. You did not sign them. He built that shit. From the ground up, he built that shit. That is an excellent point. Because I didn't really think about this till right now because MJ was like telling everybody like, yeah, he built the team, but nigga, I had to go out there and do that shit. I'm like, yeah, he did. Because we saw from 84 to like 89, when he was going crazy, he had years where he averaged 37, all that crazy shit, but they wasn't doing shit in the playoffs until 91. It's true. That's when everything started popping off. But we saw them years when MJ literally carried the team on his back and they wasn't on shit, really. That's the thing. I would, you know what? With all the shit that he talked, I would have loved for him to have someone as incompetent as Ernie Grunfeld and his fu- as his fucking GM and see if he says the same shit. Because Ernie Grunfeld would have fucked up that team and they would have won this many championships. Just tell them who Ernie Grunfeld is. They don't Ernie know. Grunfeld, for those who don't know. Used to play for the, the Knicks. Yeah, he did used to play for the Knicks, but... Mostly responsible for why the Wizards... Well, they've sucked for the last 40 fucking years, but he's part of the reason why they sucked for like the last maybe 10, 15 years, even though he's finally gone now. You feel me? But he was fucking incompetent. The Cavs GM, when LeBron was first there, incompetent. Isaiah Thomas for the Knicks, incompetent. Taking what... You taking everything for fucking granted, Michael Jordan. Same thing with Scotty, too. I don't want to throw all Mike, but same thing with Scotty, bro. You signed that fucking contract. Yeah. I didn't grab your arm and tell you to sign that shit. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You signed that shit. That's not my fault. That's not Jerry Krause's fault. I don't like that shit, bro. He's a, he is a legend in Chicago. And if if the Knicks were to win a fucking championship and, and World Wide West was like, yeah, we're going to break this shit up, whatever. I'm still not going to boo him after he fucking dies in 20 years when they honor him and shit. Because that's one championship, not six. Because I'm like, damn, he signed Brunson. He traded for OG. He did all this shit. He built the fucking team. What were we before he came? Nothing. Trash. Straight trash. I'm still going to honor that man even if he broke up the fucking championship team after one ring. But we're, we're the bad fans. We have no fucking class. The Knicks have no fucking class. New York has no class. Philly has no class. We boo dead people all the time, apparently. That, that's what I heard from Stacey King. Because we're on that tier of fucking fan bases. Apparently. Also, talking about the Knicks, though. Shout out to Dave, too, with, with the, you know, fly Knicks jacket. Appreciate you. Big shout out. Shout out my mom. Oh, shout out, shout out Dave's mom, word too. And shout out, shout out for the, the jersey that you got wherever it is. But real quick, since we're talking about the Knicks, guys, I kind of want to shed some light into Melo. As, as I told y'all, he saw D thing kind of relevant. But he was talking about like, yo, like Jokic's number, like it's petty. So I want to ask you, you guys two questions. Number one, should the Nuggets double retire 15? 
Uh, it's it's like it's not really a black and white answer. It's kind of just like you kind of got to break down what they did, but I don't think so. I think it's too late now. You know, Jokic, two time MVP now. Yes, two time MVP, two-time. won a finals. First, he continues to yeah. be a top two, top three player in the NBA. Like that's so far ahead of what Melo ever did for the Nuggets. Yeah. You know, Melo got to the Nuggets to the Western Conference Finals. Was their first elite player in how many years? An elite for seven years or six years. But, uh, bro, I don't know. Jokic is so far ahead of Melo now. Like, there's no point of double retiring, like, 15. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of doing a, still doing a ceremony for Melo. Maybe, like, doing something else for him. But, uh, nah, I can't, I can't see them double retiring 15, man. They're on two different levels, like, spectrums, man. It's crazy. Nah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Melo was... He was really good in Denver, but, like, Jokic is on another level. Like you said, two-time MVP, fucking champion. And how many times has he been all-NBA first team? Shit, probably, like, five times. Yeah, how many times was Melo all-NBA first? Just in Denver. First team? Yeah. Probably zero. Exactly. Respectfully, but he was still still getting all of them second and thirds, bro. MVP votes. Yeah, but, like, compared to that guy over there, yeah. It's tough, bro. And... We were talking about it the other night. I'm like, how many teams really double retire? The Knicks did it. Double retired 15 coincidentally. Yeah, that's a coincidence. But <laughs> I don't think, um, I don't think so. I think if, if yeah, if Jokic, it's easy to say if Jokic fucking didn't exist or he wore a different jersey number, sure. But the shit that Jokic has done for Denver in this amount of time is fucking crazy. Is it the ring or is it or is it just even without the ring? Even, like the MVPs? Not to me, even before the ring, I was like, that's that's Jokic's shit. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm I really thought you guys were gonna agree with me. I would double retire it with all due respect because, like you said, no elite player on their team since Alex English. I'm not talking no fucking Dikembe. I'm not entertaining that shit. Your best players of all time in order are literally Jokic, Melo, Alex English, and you could put Dan Issel right there. That that's your top four players. Jamal Murray. He's probably like fucking number five at this point, honestly. <laughs> Which kind of, it's kind of crazy. I mean, he's better than David Thompson, I guess. But who cares about that argument? Yo. What I forgot somebody? Nah. Right, so I, I, was, I was about to say 2013 Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson was tough, but nah, he's <laughs> nah, he, he not good enough. Nah. But my thing is, my point is, I agree with what Melo said. What the fuck did Denver have before him? They had a eight seed upset over the Supersonics with the Kembe's your main guy. The Kemby's not one of your top five fucking players, though. Melo got to that team, made the playoffs as a rookie. When the fuck did they make the playoffs before that? It had been years. The Nuggets were poverty tier, and he took them to the playoffs every fucking time. And people want to say, oh, well, he was losing like first round, second round, and also in Western Conference Finals. Look at the fucking teams he played, though. Look at them. The Spurs? He was in the conference with the prime big three Spurs. Peak fucking Dirk Nowitzki. Phoenix. Phoenix. Kobe's Lakers, which he lost to. And then you go down a tier, CP3's Hornets. He actually blew out CP3's Hornets badly, I remember, in that one playoff series. Badly. There's a lot of good fucking teams, bro. And if that's what you want to hold against them, fine. But at the end of the day, this man was nearly an all-star every fucking year on the Nuggets, except the first two, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was like the first three. Exactly. All NBA so many fucking times with them. At least four times with them. He was elite. He was a top seven player in Denver. We're not going to acknowledge that because this guy has the two MVPs. This guy has the ring. Understandably so. He's incredible. That's your best player of all time. 
this is your second best guy, and y'all throwing him away like he's trash. Because if you're going to honor Alex English, and I'm sure his numbers retired, why aren't we retiring Melos? Why not wait for them? And if you want to wait for Jokic to retire first, then retire. Wait for Jokic to retire. Retire Jokic's number and then do it for Melo. I don't know how long someone's waited the longest for, for, to get their jersey retired after retiring, but Melo could fucking wait. But he deserves that honor, bro. He was a fucking superstar in Denver. How long does it usually take? Couple, couple years. Couple years. Depends how good you are. If you're like D Wade, like D Wade just had his he shit retired. He just got his shit retired. And that was like four years, right? He retired, he retired 2019. Five years ago. Pau so Gasol even then, it takes a while. Pau Gasol shit was last year, I think. For the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah, it's always about like five, four or five years. It's like five years once you like retire completely. You feel me? They're not going to do it so while you're Dirk, active. It, so Dirk should be getting his shit soon, I guess. Really? Or unless they've done it already. I don't know. Because Dirk retired the same year as D Wade. I would have thought he had it already. Because I know he has a statue. He has a statue already. He might have got it already. Doesn't. Maybe. I don't it's know. It's possible. But the second question I want to ask you guys too is, if the Nuggets aren't going to retire his number, should the Knicks do it? We're all big Melo fans. We're all big Knicks fans. But does Melo deserve the honor of having number seven retired? Made the playoffs three times. In seven years. In seven years. Oh, man. That's just, that's such a, like, a. I mean, I, I kind of want to say yes, because he, like, he shifted, helped shifted the tide. But, like, I mean, we had the Mari thing going. We were going to make the playoffs that year regardless. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to take back my original thought. If Jokic retires first, they should do that. Like, retire, retire Jokic, then retire, do something for Melo afterwards. But on the Knicks, you know, like, I just grew up during that time. Like, I grew up loving Melo. Like, it's tough for me not, not to, to say no, but, like, it just wasn't there. Like, the success wasn't there. He had the one scoring leading. He won the, he won the scoring title. Barely, too. Uh, we were Barely. Second, <laughs> we, we, were, like we were a second seed that one year. But then, like, the two other years, we were a seventh seed and an eighth seed. And then we didn't make the playoffs after that. Uh, I don't know, bro. I can't give you an answer. Probably, I'd probably say no, man. Um, What I'll say. I mean, just looking at, like, the whole tenure and just like all the like stats and like like we only went to the playoffs three times in seven years just based on that i don't think he should get his shit retired but just the love he be getting in the garden and he's always there supporting us like he supports us way he loves it he, he loves, loves our guys. i think even regardless of all that i think they still do it but do you think they should? I know they're going to do it. Trust me. They are going to do it. But do, should they? Do I think they should? I'm like, um, I mean, based off like that shit, like all those like playoff appearances and shit, not really, but like the shit that he's done, like that, that time period for the, for the Knicks was like a good time. Like even when, even when we was bad, it was like, yo, we still got Carmelo Anthony. Like mm -hmm. we still got one of the top guys in the league. He gave us hope even when we were shit. Like. I'll, I'd be thinking I'm like alright we suck but at least I could watch Melo drop 35 like he was entertainment for us like even when we was bad he, it was still entertaining it wasn't like those days when fucking uh, Kevin Knox was there as a, like those, those were the dark days like he was like he was like the factor right before the dark days like once Melo was gone that's when shit started getting bad. But here's how I counter it because it's like Kevin Knox. Yes, Melo only played like 40 games that season. But as we both looked on recently, yeah. they were terrible with him on the court before he got hurt in the 14-15 season. And that team literally tied the same record with 40 games of Melo that we had with fucking Kevin Knox yeah. as a fucking rookie. Yeah. 17 and 65, which takes me back, like like you said, to like 7-8 seed kind of 
kind of um, appearances in the playoffs get wiped in the first round. Once by Boston, once by the Heat. Get the second seed. You're supposed to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Unfortunately, you get dumped by the fucking Pacers. The year after, you miss the playoffs by one game, winning 37 games. The bar was fucking low to make it, and you missed out. You missed out. With all due respect, if you're such an elite player, you got to at least carry your team to the fucking 7 or 8 seed, no matter your cast. I'm not expecting you to be LeBron and grab a fuck a bunch of fucking bums off the street and take them to the finals. At least go to the fucking playoffs. 14, 15, you get hurt, whatever. But even when you were playing right before you started sitting out, the team was fucking trash. They were trash, bro. They were terrible. 15, 16, play with Porzingis. You still missed the fucking playoffs by a country mile. 16, 17, second year Porzingis. He didn't get hurt yet. D Rose, Courtney Lee. Solid team. We're not telling you to be world beaters. D Rose said, Oh, they saying we we us and the Warriors are a super team. Stupid comment. Still love D Rose. Missed the fucking playoffs by a country mile. Not even the ninth seed. I don't think if the plane existed, we still would have made it. That's how bad we were. Oh shit. My thing is, he made the playoffs three out of seven years, made it to the second round once with the Knicks, 151 season, one third place MVP finish, um, scoring title. My thing is, I'll be real with you. I would say he deserves it if it was the same accolades, but he beat the Pacers in 2013 because all we wanted was that one conference finals. And I'll say it right now, and y'all going to say I'm crazy even. Right now, with how the season's going to end, I would rank Julius Randle over Melo as a Nick. That's fair. Respectfully. Because I don't even think that's and not crazy. It is crazy. You know why? Because Melo is a superstar. He's an all-time talent. But Julius Randle stuck it through bad and good. And guess what? He's been on NBA twice in five years. What's going to be five years? Could be three times in five years. Wait, what do you mean stuck it, stuck it through bad and good? He was here for that terrible season. He was here 18-19 when we fucking sucked. I mean, 19-20 when we fucking sucked. He was there for that. Yeah, but Melo leaving wasn't... No, but my point... No, here's uh. my point. He came in and we fucking sucked. Oh. The next year, he came back better. We weren't just coincidentally good because the, t- the team around Randall was better. He got better. He turned himself from not even a fucking all-star, just a, a shot chucker, to all-NBA in 20 and 21. Make it to the playoffs, whatever. Miss it, fine, cool next year. Come right back, and he's about to make it back this year. Sure, some of it's due to Brunson, but let's be real. He could be three all-NBAs in five years, three all-stars in five years, three playoff appearances, a second-round appearance. This is probably the best Knicks team, in my opinion. It's better than 12-13 that we've had in two decades. More than two decades, obviously. It's lovely, bro. And it's like, you know it's going to be continual, too. It's not just like... It's not going to stop. It's not like we're going to be good this year and then we're going to suck like the next three. It's like, you know we're going to be coming back year after year like a, a real good team would normally do. Correct. Like, like even right now, I would be kind of happy if we were like 2010's Hawks tier because they made it every fucking year, basically. Whether it was the one seed, the eight seed, the five seed, the four seed. I feel like that's kind of where we're at right now. We're... From here, for the next couple of years, we're going to make the playoffs every fucking year. And that's because of Julius Randle, in part. Respectfully. So, I I would say Randle is higher all-time than Melo as a Nick right now. Bro, just think about it. Our 2020 team, we were our fourth seed. We had Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock in a starting lineup. Correct. Yeah, that team was That's hard. crazy to think about. That team was trash, basically. It was terrible. I mean, I feel like for Randle to be, like, like no question solidified, he got to have them playoff games. But last year he was hurt, and the year before, well, the time before, he didn't have shot creators around him. I think this is going to be the year that's make or break for him. I and hope I, so. I have the faith in him because he's not hurt. 
he could rely on Brunson to do some shot creation for him to do the playmaker because we didn't want him to be the primary playmaker. That's the problem. That's when he plays his worst, when he's a primary ball handler and playmaker. And now that he's going back to his bully ball, he's not taking eight threes a game. He's cooking. This is like 24, 10, and 5 right now. He's cooking right now. I have faith in him. I just I do I do as well. Yeah. I have a lot of faith in Julius Randle. I think he, like I said, he's gonna be the reason why for the next three, four years, we're gonna make the playoffs every fucking year. And we're gonna not just make it, we're gonna make noise, bro. That's more than Melo's done for us. Yeah. So why should we retire seven? I'll retire 30 before I retire seven. If I'm the owner of the Knicks, I'm retiring 30 before I retire seven. I would even make seven wait respectfully. <laughs> I feel like they just do mellow just because be like they'd be like, damn, there's a twenty year gap in history where we haven't ret- retired a jersey. Like we might as well gotta retire someone. Damn, he's right. Who Who's the, the last jersey we retired? Did we retire? Probably Ewing, like two thousand. We didn't retire Latrosby well. Yeah, definitely not. Did we do Allen Houston? Did we do Allen Houston? It's probably Ewing. It it's Ewing, Starks, and Allen and Allen Houston. That's probably the three. And Allen Houston's a maybe, but Ewing and Starks, I'm pretty sure are retired. I think they'll just do it just because there's be so long in history without doing one. And he's he's hometown kid, bro. Exactly. Like bro. let's be real. If Mello was born, like like I said, we're all big Mello fans. Nah. I've been a fan of Mel. No, I know Allen Houston. No. I've been a fan of Mello since NBA Live 05. We had the braids on the fucking cover, bro. And when he was coming to the Knicks. It was a fucking dream come true for me for all those years. So tough. It's, it's, it's the facts. I could tell you everyone they retired. Like from most recently, or you're talking through all the numbers. Just all. Just do most recently. Yeah, let's let's see. Who's I don't most even recent, think it tells you matters. most recent, but I think it's. I think it might be Patrick Ewing. Because you retired, yeah, it has to be Patrick Ewing. Like 2000, right? No, John Starks. No. I'm actually surprised. I thought not because St- Marbury wore it after that. Ooh, correct, and then correct, um, correct, correct, other correct. niggas have worn it after. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But I, I would have kind of given. Him I think Tim honor. Hardaway Jr. wore it after too. I remember Melo coming back, coming to the Knicks, and like they played. It's coming home, uh, against the Bucks. Came out, dropped twenty four against Carlos Delfino was guarding him. Shot Carlos Delfino. Like, Delfino. Vogue, like yeah. that was it was such an elite. Like just come get trade, make your move to your hometown. Great entrance, like it was just legendary, bro. It was just like a great time to be a Knicks fan. You know the way it ended and all the controversies. That's just New York shit, media shit. And it kind of kills everything. They try to do that with Randall a lot too. Like if you ever go on Twitter, like they always try to pick spots where it's like Randall's fucking up, his attitude is shit, and they try to scapegoat him. But that's just like New York media thing. Like you know, what I'm trying to say, bro. They say everyone's better than Randall, and it's kind of getting annoying. It, it, it's me? very annoying. It's fucking annoying. Bro, fuck. I had someone tell me Derek White is better than Julius Randall. I said, yeah, sure. Let's see Derek White lead a fucking team. Let's do it. <laughs> Let, let's see it because when he was on the Spurs and he had the opportunity. I know I, I know like the past three weeks I've been cooking Derek White. But I'm just saying, like, how are you gonna say Derek White is better than Julius Randle has to lead his yeah, fucking team? The whole last episode's title was Derek White. Yeah, alright. Yeah, yeah, like come on, <laughs> come on, bro. I, 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 that's a fucking joke. But like the end all be all to top of kind of to finish it off. Like I was saying, like big fan of fucking Melo. But with all due respect, if he was born in Milwaukee, if he was born in LA, if he was born in Houston, if he was born in Little Rock, Arkansas. His his tie to New York wouldn't be this crazy. It's, it's because he is New York, bro. He was he was born in New York. Yeah, he went to Baltimore, but let's be real. He claims New York right now. That's his hometown. It's not Baltimore. And that's that's kind of why he gets all the extra love, bro. If he was from anywhere else, bro, if he was born in fucking Jersey, he's not getting that love. Respectfully. He's not. He's not. We're, we're, we're giving this to him because he's from New York and everything. He had the it's coming home shit. But what did he do? Nothing. Nothing. And he won a chip with Syracuse in New York. Upstate. That shit don't count. 
So don't count. Oh, no, I don't Upstate know. don't count. Upstate uh, don't count. Uh, here, here. Are, are you a Bills fan? <laughs> are you a Bills fan? All right, all right. Upstate, yeah. upstate don't count. <laughs> For it to count, he should have he went to St. John's. Yeah, if he went to St. John's, he would have been a fucking legend. He would have he well he would have died a legend in New York right there, but man I I'm I'm not giving I'll, I'll give Melo fifteen for Denver before seven for the Knicks in my opinion. So moving on, we have seen the Pascal Siakam trade go down. Couple of firsts, Bruce Brown going to Toronto, coming back this way to Indiana is Pascal Siakam. What was your guys' first reactions? Man, the Pacers are serious, bro. Serious? I think they're serious. What does serious mean? I think... Uh, Conference finals? I think they could upset one of the top one of the top teams. I think they, they could oh, arguably... Be, I think they could arguably be better than the Knicks now, bro. I'll be honest. Just because Tyrese been insane. Arguably, like, the best point guard in the league this season. You know what I'm trying to say? And now you got an all-NBA caliber power forward. Like, that team is just has a ton of depth, you know... Two stars now, basically. Obviously, Halbert above uh, Pascal. And I don't know, bro, like, what to expect. Like, there's so much comp in the East now. It's actually kind of crazy. Like, you look at the records, and now they got Pascal on that team. Like, they're, they're going to shoot up, bro. They're not going to lose a lot of games as much as they were before. No, Dave. No, no. And, Justin, I, I know I'm cutting into your time, but no. Because you just said, like, they could beat the Knicks and shit, and it's not even they biased. Could, could. But let's be serious right now. This is a case of recency bias, and this is going to carry over into the contender pretender shit. I'm not taking the Pacers seriously. And the Knicks, for example, I'm going to tell you why. You're saying all these guys in the standings that have similar records to the Pacers. That's the Knicks, and that's the Heat, and that's the Cavs. Let's be real. They play fucking defense. So when the game slows down in the playoffs, and the Pacers can't put up 120 fucking points per game running the fast break, and they got to slow shit down in the half-court offense, facing OG Ananobi, facing Jimmy Butler and Bam, facing fucking Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, what are they going to do? I want you to tell me what are they going to do against a great defensive team in the fucking playoffs? Because I don't I don't got faith in them beating any of those guys. And then you look at the top. We don't even got to talk about the top three guys. We don't got to talk about Philly, the Bucks, and the Celtics because they'll smoke them. But we go down to this middle pack where it's kind of us, the Heat, the Cavs, the Pacers, all in the same fucking tier. I would take all us and all those other teams over the Pacers. I'm not I'm not buying to the Pacers bullshit right now. Because when the game slows down, I want to see what you could fucking do when you can't run the court up and down, up and down. Let's see what you could do. I want you guys to tell me why the Pacers are better than the fucking Knicks or the Heat. Can you guys even do that seriously? No, I didn't make the statement, nigga. I'm just saying. I, I really Dave, can't. Dave, Dave said it. Oh, no, I was looking. So what? What team do we? What team do we see average 130 points per game in the playoffs? Nah, no one the knows. Kings ain't do it last year yeah, against the uh, against the the Warriors, and we always say this. Oh, this is the best offensive team of all time by offensive rating. It was the Kings last year. Somebody knew every year. It's somebody new every year. Next year, it's gonna be like the Rockets or whatever. That's the best offense of all time. It happens every fucking year, bro. Because the pace is going up. I got no faith in the paces when the pace slows down. What's Halliburton going to do when he can't throw them four-court passes? Oh, oh, we've seen Obi in the playoffs. Can't do shit. When you can't, when you can't run the fries break, what is he going to do when that shit slows down? He stands in the corner. Y'all got faith in him to make that three? Y'all got faith in him to guard up? Hell no. Uh, defense, Obi, nah. Hell, hell no, bro. I, I, my thing is, because I, I feel like this is the shiny brand new toy, right? When we got OG, 
Everyone's like, oh my god, this is a top team. This is a top team. It's the same shit that happens every time a team makes a fucking move, bro. Am I wrong? It's, yeah, it's shiny new toy syndrome. Like, you get gassed. Everyone gets gassed. Like, I'm hearing the Pacers is, is contenders. Just now, the Pacers contenders? No. Well, what's, the, what's their ceiling then right now with Siakam? To me, they're like a second round exit. Who would they beat though in the first round? Who are they capable of beating? Um, not are they beating not, Boston? Not beating Boston. The Bucks? They've had their number all year, but I'll still let's lean, be real. Playoffs. I'll, I'll so. still lean the Bucks. The, the Sixers? Um, nah. The, that would be low key a fight, but that's gonna a go fight. But I, I would I say so. I would say us just based off like Randall's performances in the playoffs so far. I know you just argued that he he's gonna be better this year, but us, we can't we can't I say have, that. I have faith, but my thing is this, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Justin. I want to see what Halliburton does when we throw OG at him, sub out OG, bring in DiVincenzo, sub him out, put, put in Grimes, yeah, put in fucking Deuce McBride, put in whoever, because no matter what. He can't, every possession, he's not going to be able to get the switch on Brunson. Because it's going to be Brunson as the weakest defender, and a lot of guys will give a lot of fucking effort. Because when Randall wants to sit in that fucking chair, he sits in that fucking chair and plays defense. So why are they going to beat us if he can't just pick off Brunson every fucking possession? It's I just, too much defense. I just think if our offense is lacking, like we, we talked about, it. I don't want to get into Nick's like trades, but... Like, we still need a creator off the bench, you know? So if we don't get that, you know, we're going to have a tough time as well. I scoring. will say, um, if they match up with us, it will be a, a close series. Like It'd be I, a great series. Like, yeah. I'm not saying we're going to win outright or they're going to beat us outright. It's going to go down to the wire. Like, they could beat us. I'm not I'm not saying that all they can. They us could. and five. I'll say it right now. And you guys want to say you guys are worried about the scoring? That's fine. But we could score 90 points and win. We've seen it. We could literally score 90 points and win. You know why? Because we're holding everyone else to 86 fucking points. What other team in the league is really doing that? It's just like us and Miami, respectfully. That's capable of doing that. And like Boston, but Boston's scoring the fucking points. The team, the only teams that could really win scoring less than 100 points is us and Miami. Nobody else can do that shit. Why? Because we lock the fuck down. That That's who we are. So I'm going to ask the question again. Are they beating Miami? Oh, nah. Are they beating Miami, Dave? No. Are they beating Cleveland? Uh, it'll be a close series. You really think so? Yeah. What do you think, Dave? If they're not healthy, Cleveland's been unhealthy. That's, Hel- crazy. That's crazy how Cleveland's been unhealthy without Mobley and Garland. Yeah, yeah even without still, Mobley and Garland, they're, they're still, still top five seed, bro. It's just crazy. That would be a fun series, too. <laughs> I'm okay more scared of the Cavs from last year than if we played the Pacers this year. Give me like, give, give me healthy Cavs. Healthy, healthy Cavs and cr- six. Healthy Cavs oh, yeah. Good, healthy bro. Cavs. Yeah. Healthy Cavs and six, bro. By the end of the season, they'll be fine. The only... This is kind of my point. The only team that they could beat in the playoffs that they're not going to match up with because they're kind of lower unless some shit changes is the Magic. And then, obviously, the fucking playing teams. I'm talking like real playoff teams because obviously they're going to beat the All fucking the Bulls and mm-hmm. the Nets and the Hawks. But, like, the Magic, the Knicks, the Heat, the Cavs, whoever, whoever, they're not beating them. They're not. They're not. They're not capable. They're not built for that shit yet. Unfortunately, just not built for it. I think it's a damn good team, but where's the defense when you need it? Miles Turner, because you just got rid of Bruce Brown. Who else is really locking down? You're not. You're not. You're not relying on Benedict Matherin to shut down Tatum. You feel me? You're not. I mean, nah, yeah, they're not beating the Celtics. Who, who you, oh, fuck no, they're not beating the Celtics. Who are you relying to shut down Don I mean, Mitchell? We like 
We like uh, Siakam's defense. Siakam's defense is pretty good, yeah. but it's not no elite. I feel like all the guys that we named, well, Miles Turner's elite in his own right. Yeah. But I feel like all those other teams, they got a couple elite defenders. Miami got Bam and Jimmy. And then good defenders next to them. The Knicks got OG, who's elite. And a lot of good fucking defenders next to him. Hart Grimes. Grimes and Hart and Mitch, I Hart. Mitch Robinson's coming back. Dante's good. Is he really? I mean, they didn't give us the insurance, the the player exception. So that means the league, based off evidence, think he's going to come back before the end of the season. He's about to come back and this is going to kill him with 40 Yo, minutes. Okay, if he comes back. Oh. They're washed. Yo, because He's been washed. killing Hart, Oh, though. my God, bro. He's he been putting Hart like 40 minutes a game. Like yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. thing I'm scared of. As well as Hart, as Harden's, oh, you talking Harden about Harden Stein, Harden Stein, Harden Stein. As well as Harden Stein's been playing, we're gonna burn that man into the ground, bro. Like that's fine. We got Chris Jericho Sims. But he doesn't even play. He doesn't even fucking play. <laughs> Chris that, Jericho Sims. That's why Hart's playing forty minutes. That's what I'm. That's crazy. That's why I'm saying this. This. Uh, this summer, we got to get a center somehow, backup at least. Not even that. It's like damn, Dibs. You can't give bro. Five minutes of rest and put in Chris Jericho Sims? Yeah, and the, you saw there was a, a chart. It was like the last couple of games, OG's been playing 40, 40. I'm like, damn, like, 44. That's not, that's not a flex, bro. Yeah, under it's Tim's, not a flex. Under Tim's, that's like a... I, but you know what? I'll say this. I don't care because he was doing that last year. OG was playing 38, 39 minutes, 40 oh, yeah. minutes last not, year. Yeah, because he's, he's Nick, an Iron Man. Nick Nurse is going to do that, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's built for it. He's used to it. You feel me? He stands in the corner, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like... It's, <laughs> like, and went on three po- on no offense, point. so it's not like he's killing himself on offense. <laughs> So let, let's segue this into the next conversation since it already fits so well. Who who are like the contenders right now? Damn, I didn't even get to give my reaction to the Pacers straight. I thought you kind of did. Go ahead. I mean, I didn't really. You just asked me, oh, who can they beat? All right, go ahead. So what would you react to this? Um, yeah, because you gave you asked him and then he said he said that, the blasphemy. Yeah, he said the blasphemy. Yeah. I mean, so, the um, how I felt about the trade, um. I kind of like it for the Pacers. I don't think they're contenders, but um, it's something they had to do because um, no free agents is going to Indiana. Um, they gave uh, Bruce Brown that contract in the offseason. Um, if you look at it, they flipped them. They got Siakam. They gave out three first-round picks. Um, Toronto's getting three, uh, three firsts. Two of them are from this year's draft, but this year's draft don't look too good. But Trap Brown, you get LeBron with them. I mean, they. I trust Masai Ujiri to make good picks in the late rounds because um, OG and Siakam were both late first round picks. They were both in the twenties, so I trust him. He he's he could do it with those picks. But uh, for the Pacers, you get another guy to to pair with Halliburton because um, you need that. Um, I think it helps them for when um, they kind of go into that half court offense because um. Before before this trade, I feel like when the game starts to slow down, it's really just Halliburton mm-hmm. and nobody really else. Because the thing that came into mind was the, that uh, the in-season tournament championship. Because that game, it was like they was on Halliburton, double-teaming him, him down, what you shutting him do. down. You were relying on Benedict Matherin, who's like, like no disrespect, but he's still a young player figuring shit out. Mm-hmm. And um, Miles Turner's going up against... He has a, a hard task having to stop Anthony Davis, and he fouls out of that game. So I think Siakam gives you another guy that, so when the game slows down, slows down, he could give you shit. He got the spin move. He's an improved three point shooter. He shoots forty percent from the corner, so he gives you another another level to go to. Especially right now when Ty- when Tyrese is out with that injury, he got to get reevaluated in like a week or two. You got somebody that that is gonna get buckets for you. So I think it's a good move for them. 
and they're kind of just capitalizing on Tyrese's really, really good season. MVP um, level. Yeah, MVP level. But um, I don't think they're contenders. I think for the Pacers, this is just a step in the right direction. So since we're talking about contenders, yeah, let's let's try to and let's let's try to keep it small, right? Let's try to do like five in total. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I didn't come. I didn't come like saying these are the, the contenders or not. I just know for a fact these are the contenders. These has two contenders: the Bucks and the Celtics. The West, I, I I'm not gonna lie. It's the Nuggets. It's the Timberwolves, and I'm cutting out the Thunder. Y'all are gonna be like, what the fuck? But with how they low key playing right now, for now, but I don't, I don't got the faith in the players for right now. How they look? I got the Clippers. Thank you. Yeah, it's contenders. Thank you. Clippers, problem. Clippers, problem. You see it right Thank here. You. I got, I got, I for how they're playing right now. Thank you. They are contenders. Hey, nigga, why was you ducking me the other day when I was like, Paul George is cooking shit right First now? First of all, nigga. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, and, and, and I'm not going to lie. I had someone yo, else text me too. Yo. I was like, bro, I was like, first of all, he should be doing that. He shouldn't be scoring 16 in a fucking game. He should be scoring fucking 28 to 30. I ain't going to clap for him when he's scoring 30. If he dropped 45, I. But he had a, he had a, like a, Good regular PG game. You feel I think me? I had eighteen in the fourth. Like quarter. I'm not gonna glaze that. Strip them and then reverse them. And and another thing that I said was I'll give PG his respect when he gets to the fucking finals and performs because that three one shit is a stain for me on his legacy. But those are my five contenders. Sorry to Thunder. I really want to put them in. They're still kind of fucking young. Kings. I don't got the faith in them really. Philly is Philly. Go to the fucking conference finals first. I'll be real, and y'all gonna y'all gonna say Knicks bias. I'll take the Knicks over Philly to make it to the conference finals. Seriously, yeah. and I'll take the Knicks over Philly in a series. Yeah, we shut down Embiid, bro. We just beat them by thirty six by shutting down Embiid. And Randall had, was one for ten by shutting down Embiid. That was crazy. That bro. was crazy. That was fucking crazy. But but that that's currently my my five. I mean, obviously no Lakers, no Suns because they're so fucking bottom tier right now. What about you, Dave? Like, you have to only pick five. Also, I slept on the heat. I'm looking at the map to kind of remind me. I slept on the heat. Fuck the heat. Prove me wrong again. I welcome it. Prove me wrong. Do it again. Bro, the heat are not doing that shit again, bro. The Celtics are a different animal this year. You got to put the Celtics. Bucks. Bucks are supposedly looking at trading for DeJounte today. It's fucking... I'm like, who could they even give up? Pat Connaughton and Bobby Portis? Like, <sighs> They're desperate right now. Like, that's insane. Uh, Yeah, that's it in the East. And, I mean, I guess you could flip-flop, like, the Clippers with, like... I would just say Phoenix, just because if everyone was healthy, they would be insane. And even, like, Grayson Allen is, like, part of the supporting cast. He's been cooking, too. Like, he's been doing his part as, like, their bench guy, their bench guy or corner three guy. But, uh, I mean, I don't know who I would put in there. You guys are giving me looks, but, like, I don't know. You're putting I... a seven seed as, like, a contender? But the season's not over. Like, if the next Nigga, 30... the Magic contenders? If the next 40 games, if the next 40 games, if they're all healthy, they're going to win 33 out of those 40 games probably. But notice what I said about the Clippers though, because I could judge them for how they're going to perform the playoffs because I know Harden, I know PG in the playoffs. But right now, how they look today on January 19th, are the Suns really contenders since I, they're I mean, sitting in the seventh and the seventh seed? Do you want me to just pick the same five you picked? No, but my, my <laughs> point is like, why are we? Why are we picking a team so? Because you could have said the Thunder, the Kings. Shit, I would take the Mavs. It's your opinion, obviously. But I'm just saying, I'm giving you pushback because I want you. I want you to defend that position on why would you give a, a seven seed contender status? 
And they would have to play the Nuggets first. I'm not going right Him picking Phoenix isn't that crazy because it's like I think so. It's they not, they but they would be. They wouldn't be like in the upper echelon. They'd kind of be like lower towards the four or five. Because um, yeah, one is like they haven't had their guys all year. Two, if this team does figure it out, it's dangerous. We saw it two years ago. Celtics was the seventh seed, and they fucking went crazy second half of the season. They went to the finals. Who says that can't happen with Phoenix? We don't know. Um, I'm just saying Phoenix is one of them teams that like I wouldn't be surprised if they figure it all out and they somehow end up in the WCF. But right now, today, it's not really looking like that. So who's your five contenders? My five uh, in the East, I got Boston, Milwaukee, and that's pretty much it. Um, Miami, they don't like right now. They don't really strike me as it, but I feel like as soon as we hit round yeah. one of the playoffs, it's like it's a different animal. It's kind of. I don't want to throw. I don't want to throw them in the contender tier, but it's like I want to give them the respect of like, like I see you guys, like, like I'm I'm acknowledging you guys as like, um, you're not at the level of, of those two teams, but like. You're probably the third team as soon as the playoff begins for me. But at this point in time, I'm not going to like hear out and say, yeah, they're like one of the favorites to me. In the West, I'll say, I'm like, I got Denver, Minnesota, and the Clippers. OKC, to me, OKC is like a yearish two away. Yeah. I feel like they're still really young and they're going to have to take some. I remember when Vic was on here. Um, we were talking about that some teams have to go through some growing pains. Correct. And that's that's what the Nuggets went through. That's what LeBron went through. Um, so I think OKC is going to have to go through that. Um, it's rare where a team just comes in and just off rip. It's like only time we've seen that was like the Warriors. So um, I think OKC, they still got shit to figure out. Like that team, like other than Chet, like bro, they got no big. Like the Clippers just bullied them and Zubak wasn't even playing. Or, and Chet is still like I know he's a seven footer, but he's still small out there. Like he's like these guys was getting everything they wanted. Like in a playoff series, like Kawhi, what do we call him? Boardman. Like he gonna do that in the series. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So I got yeah Clippers. I'm sorry, Timberwolves. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna Clippers. tell you why after. Oh, uh, yeah. Th- those are my contenders. Well, the Clippers, like just thinking about them, like if they all, if, you know, they keep playing like they're doing to get to the playoffs. Like, bro, I'm excited. Like, hopefully, you know, they just don't choke this year. These guys, just because there's three of them. Like, I can't I can't imagine Harden and Paul George really choking it up this this bad. Like, That's this what year. I'm going to say, too, because I know he brought up, he's like, I know how Paul George is in the playoff. I know how James Harden is in the playoff. Well, now they're on the same team, and I feel like James Harden is playing really good with this unit. He's playing like a fucking point guard. He's doing what, this is what the Clippers always needed. They needed a point guard. And, and James Harden is really figured it out, and he's playing in stride. In the playoffs, I know we have the concerns where they disappear, but I'm like, I think the the fucking odds of both of them disappearing in the same game is probably unlikely. Yeah, Because we saw it last year against the Celtics. James Harden had two 40-point games. Who's to say if one of his stinker games, Paul George doesn't go off, and vice versa. And I, you know if Kawhi is healthy, what you're going to get from him. That's a guaranteed 30 with elite defense. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we could we could sit here and say, oh, Paul George is going to choke. James Harden is going to choke because that's the track record. But, yeah, now 
James Harden was playing the point. He's taking the pressure off of Kawhi and Paul George. If he does have a bad game, Paul George might pick him up. Paul George has a bad game. James Harden might pick him up. We never know. Mm-hmm. And I have faith in Kawhi Leonard to show up and do his thing. So I think it's more than, than possible for them to both choke in the same game. And even, even then, let's be real. One really bad, like, historic choke from, like, James Harden or one historic choke from, from Paul George could off-balance the good game of the other guy and Kawhi's elite game, in my opinion. If Harden was to go out there, get six turnovers, like, eight points, like, two for, like, 11, that could offset uh, Paul George's, like, 25 and Kawhi's 32. It's straight conjecture, but it's just true. When you have a historic choke, when you're when you're playing bad, okay, I know what you guys are saying. The one guy could pick up the other guy's slack. But if you're historically bad, which you've seen James Harden do last year, be historically bad in games... That could drag down the whole fucking team. That could fuck up the momentum, which I don't know if you guys believe in it, but I believe in momentum. He misses a couple shots in a row. That swings the fucking game the other way. You never know. You never know, bro. I, 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 like I said, I want to see in the playoffs. I never know too, but I, I, I want them to. Prove I also more. do know they do have Kawhi Leonard on the team. When I don't think Kawhi Leonard is allowing that shit to happen, because well, if it's do or die, Kawhi Leonard will get that ball. And he be has like, before. Dude, that's the same thing I'm thinking. I'm like, just thinking about Kawhi being on a team with you is a calming presence in my in my opinion. Yeah. Like Joel is not like you know Joel's a choke too. So like what happened last year was like, like just a, a manufacturing of like what's happened in their careers. And I know Ka- Paul George did it with Kawhi, but now you got two of them. You got Westbrook on the bench, leadership type oh, I'm, shit. I'm not counting. On but I'm not saying Westbrook's cooking. I'm just saying leadership. Like, oh, you say you're on, not like, counting on? No, like, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not counting on him either. But I'm just saying like these guys all on the team with Kawhi, like. You know, like I'm. I feel like Kawhi is just a calming presence. You know, he's he's like off. He's there to like balance everything out. You know, bro. Westbrook could get could average twelve points. I'm not gonna say it was a bad series. He's kind of at that point in his career. No, where he is. I don't. I don't need him to even average fifteen. Like he he's just not there yet. Definitely but not, bro. If there's one team I really wish I could put in there, bro, it's the fucking Kings. Cause y'all know the Kings are my West Coast team for a couple of years now, and. I want nothing more than for them to succeed. We were seeing Sabonis put up tw- uh, 20, 12, and I think 7 right now. Maybe even close to 8. He's finally on the ballot. Yes, he finally made some finally fucking made all-star ballot. He's behind Wemby and Chet, sure, and Shangoon, But damn, he finally fucking made it. I want De'Aaron Fox to succeed. I've been a fan of De'Aaron Fox since you know, he was in college. You feel me? I want him to succeed. I want them to get to the conference finals. Are they contenders though right now, currently as we see it? No. I want, I want to put him in there, but no. I agree with what you said about the Thunder. I agree with what you said about the Heat. Because, you know, the Heat, the way I see the Heat, bro, it's like you watching like a fight, right? Like like you about to see somebody fight Tyson or Ali. But it's like the Heat, like they're a regular boxer, but guess what? Nobody knows, but they got like fucking cement in their fucking gloves. That's what it feels like because you don't expect them to fucking win that shit. And we're probably going to see it again. To be completely honest with you guys, we're gonna see it again. I think I'm not gonna lie. This the the Heat team this year is better than their team last year. Exactly, and let's be real. Track record already: two finals appearances, conference final, and one first round exit. Only one time in the Jimmy Butler era that they got eliminated before the conference final. Not even second round, the conference final. Fucking Hayward Highsmith is a lockdown. Triple J, the new Triple J, yeah. cooking. You feel me? They're a good fucking mm-hmm. team, bro. I low key want to put them there, but they're right outside. 
Lakers are obviously fucking up, yeah, which makes my prediction look so bad at the start of the season where I said there was going to be a four seed oh. fighting for the fucking finals. I thought the Lakers going to be good, man. Like, and I'm not, I hate the Lakers, but I was like, bro, they just picked up freaking uh, this Gabe Vincent. I was Gabe, like, they got a nice shooter. Cam, nice they have the best Not even Cam, fuck Cam, he's trash. Jesus. Wow. But like, uh, I was just like, bro, they're ready. Like, and then just, just been so disappointing. Like, there's now that another trade saga, like trying to flip D-Lo for someone else. Over gassing up Reeves value, trying to get like some all stars worthy player for him. Like I don't even know like what's next for them. I feel bad. I feel bad for Braun type shit. Yeah, we talked oh about it. Oh my god, he said he feels bad for Braun. Wow. I can't believe he said nah, that. Nah, he has been showing love to Braun. I know, but but it, it it's like it's like getting the Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> like three years after it came out. Like, nigga, you're late. But dude, <laughs> you're it's just very like, late. But it's just like like how do I say this? Say the Lakers make the playoffs, you know, they make it as a seventh seed. Wait, real quick. <laughs> no one that's like that's like wearing diamond and supply co, co in fucking 2024 nigga like you're like 15 years late bro damn <laughs> but hold on the thing with the lakers is like when i when you were saying contenders i was like bro i'll never count the lakers out until i see them lose the fucking series until that buzzer goes off and they're limit i see los angeles lakers have been eliminated just because lebron james and anthony davis mainly lebron because that motherfucker is just a demon bro he's just a motherfucker living your nightmares bro like you don't, you Was never, can, your you you never relax. You never can count him out until it's over. Like I remember last year when it was four, when it was three no, three zero in that Nugget series. I was like, bro, they have LeBron. Like they could come back and win. Like that's literally what I thought to myself. I was like, it's not over until you're up twenty fourth quarter, two minutes left, and then like it's it starts winding down. Do do me a favor. I need you to pinch me because I don't know if it's real that you glazing Braun right now. What but the fuck? But is I'm dead ass, bro. Like I've watched ball for too long. Like that motherfucker is insane, bro. Like he's just been around for too long. Too many finals appearances. For context, guys, because I don't know, Dave used to be the illest LeBron hater. Like, it, bro, it would be like February 18th, and let's say he'll score 18, like seven for 23 shooting, and he'll be, oh, that's your goal. I'm like, yeah, it still is my goal. You feel me? <laughs> A randomized game. It'll be playing like the oh, fucking. Shit. Not let me not say the Hornets. It always clicks the Hornets. But he'll play, be playing like the fucking Spurs. Like with Lamarcus Aldridge. Like that's your goal. He just scored like eighteen. I'm like, yeah, it is my goal. Bro, full that, blown that, arguments in the kick group chats, bro. The kick for group like chats. thirty minutes straight. That's why yeah. I, I I call that growth. I call that growth. Yeah. Appreciate we at the end of the day because I after that everyone hated Brian at one point. Everyone's gonna grow to appreciate him at one point in time. You feel me? So it just happens. But going going back to contenders and shit, just real quick, who do y'all think, kind of like in that next tier, like who's like a move away from being a contender? Move away. A uh, move away. That, that's why I wouldn't even say the Thunder because I don't think they're a move away. I think it's more so like experience and shit. Like, for example, I think the Mavs would be a contender Mavs are if like they're a move, move away. away. But that move was low-key Siakam and that shit's off the table. Yeah. You see what I'm looking at? I'm looking at the Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks, which, Low, by yeah. the way, linked with Brogdon, Terry Rozier, um, DeJounte even, uh, Jordan Clarkson. Please no Alec Burks. We already had him. We go on that. We're just going to focus on those four. Any of those four guys come to the Knicks, why aren't uh, we yo, a conference I would team? love Brogdon or Clarkson. Like, we're just saying conference finals team. Like, we're making the conference finals. Like Nigga, we're not saying we're not saying we're winning the finals just because we had Terry Rozier. I wish, but right now we're just missing that piece off the bench that we know is going to score at least like fourteen to sixteen points a game, something like that. Like that we just lost him quickly, but like that's why we need like or I think a Rozier or Clarkson would be perfect for us. But fuck it, why can't we be the two thousand four Pistons? Why not? 
Why can't we? Why can't we go to the finals? I think the Celtics are just too fucking elite, bro. Yeah, well, we say that every fucking year, and they have one finals appearance to prove for it, and they got smoked. Yeah, absolutely smoke. But now they have Drew and they have Kristaps. That's that's fine, bro. That's that's <laughs> fine. They had Kyrie before. They had it. They had peak. Well, not peak. Prime Al Horford. I feel like me? we could we could be the. I'm not 04. scared of them. We could be the O four Pistons if we had Mitch. Okay. But right now, currently, no. If we had Mitchell Robinson, you're if we had Mitchell Robinson, because I feel like because I look, you thought you were saying Donovan Mitchell for Sambas. Like, oh no, 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 no! I was talking about Mitchell Robinson. My bad. Um, That's our Ben. Wallace. I just feel like, um, well, additional OG, our defense is taking a step up, especially like advanced stats wise. So if you add Mitchell Robinson in that, who was having the best season of his career, we would look even scarier. Think about it, Brunson and Chauncey. You feel me? Sheed and Randall, Ben Wallace and Mitchell Robinson. OG is low key like Tayshawn Prince with a better offense. Who's our Rip Hamilton? Nobody. <laughs> we need a Rip Hamilton. <laughs> Nobody Fuck no. That's bro, why he's good, bro. He is good. He's but... like our first white three point shooter that's been good since he. Yeah, but back. Rip Hamilton was that motherfucker like in the playoffs when you need a mid range guy. <laughs> we haven't we haven't had this like a fucking like a guy that we can only give it to the three point line. He's gonna make like fifty percent of his shit. Like, Malachi Flynn's the evil version of him. What about Courtney Lee? You're ass, bro. <laughs> Isn't DeMar DeRozan interested in coming here? Oh, no, bro. I'm, like, I'm good. Stay home, bro. You're like you're like the like the girl that was bad a couple years ago, but now like you like overweight and shit. And you got two kids. Like I'm good. I you want me now? I'm good. Fuck out of here. That's DeMar DeRozan right now. You Damn. peaked out high school. I don't want you no more. That ain't my fault. But I feel like another team that that's like kind of a, a move away, besides like the Knicks. And the and the Mavs, I'm I'm still gonna say the Kings, bro, because they're right there. The Kings are right there from being fucking contenders. They need and, like a wing. That's what I'm saying. I know they got Keegan Murray, but they need another one, bro. I I, I want to know what quality like two guard they could get right now that would really fit them. But you don't think they need that growth, uh, like factor either, like no. Thunder. They, went they last had that year. one year last year. They went last year against the defending champs. You talking bro. about the Knicks? No, the, the Kings. Uh, the Kings, yeah. Bro, oh, they, the went, they went head-to-head with the defending champs, took them to seven, bro. That was their growth. Honestly, it should have been them winning the fucking series, but... Yeah, like you predicted. Yeah, and they should have. I mean, I say growth in terms of, like, we see certain teams before they win, they kind of... They're losing a couple... Yeah. But my thing is, I understand where you guys are coming from, but everyone's road is different. Yeah, everyone's road is different. You feel me? Tatum came in and it was conference final, conference final, conference final. You feel me? Yeah, but they still haven't won yet. But it's, <laughs> I know, I know. But what I'm saying is that everyone's road is different, bro. Like the, sometimes, we, sometimes it takes a team just like two years to win and shit. Or one year. Bro, look at KD and Steph. They didn't need no fucking growth. They oh, yeah. That's an anomaly, though, because that's me? the fucking... The, you had the unanimous fucking MVP in the league and then the fucking the third, sick, best, player the the third league. best player in the league teaming up. That's a fucking anomaly. But I'm talking about like, of course, the fucking Nuggets with Jokic, like they lost to the fucking Blazers. Blazers. And then they lost to the Lakers and they lost to the Suns and then they lost to the Warriors. And then they finally won. Part yeah, of that lose the Suns. Part of that was health. But some of that was like you go into the play because like, that 2019 team, they were the second seed and they lost to the fucking Blazers with Damon CJ. Mm-hmm. Like they had to lose that, and then the this very next year they lost to the Lakers, and then um, yeah, and we seen it with fucking LeBron, bro, like losing to the Pistons and shit, and then losing to the fucking Celtics, and then going to the Heat, and then he beats the Celtics, and then finally he wins. Same thing with MJ losing to the Pistons, and then he finally wins. This is shit that we normally see with with teams. Yeah, some teams is different. Like 
I can't even tell you like my thing is like not every team needs to lose the first round and the second round the conference round and lose the final to win like oh no no you, not you, like that your journey but... could be like you you always in the conference finals that's why I was saying with like Tatum and his Celtics yeah. you could always be in the fucking conference finals yeah. and shit or you could be like Steph you lose in the second round you lose in the first round of the Clippers and you win a fucking championship in your third year ever in the fucking playoffs yeah you win a championship cause that's why like I feel like a perfect example is the Raptors because the Raptors were, like, conference finals lost, um, second round lost, conference finals lost. Then they finally get Kawhi Leonard. You're really just dropping in Kawhi Leonard. You have the guys that were there. They were in playing in those series, in those close series, and they know what to do in those moments because they've been there. So now you add Kawhi Leonard, you're going to the finals, and you're winning. No gelling or nothing. Yeah, no gelling. You didn't, you didn't have to really gel like that. You ha- That whole team, they went through those growing pains. And then you just add Kawhi Leonard in there, who's already a champion. So, I think to me that, that Raptors team that was a, a good example because they were just in the mix all the time, praying for the Kings to go I mean, far. Yeah, low key the Kings, like we just said, just they just need a wing, but I just don't know who's available. There isn't isn't really much available. When you say a wing, are you saying like a big a small wing? Forward. Or are you talking about a small forward? forward? You need like a like they need like elite small forward. I mean, Keegan's not elite, but they could also make up for that by getting a better two guard. Who is their two guard? Is Malik Monk? Malik and Kevin Harder. Malik might be cooking, bro. But he's a bench yeah. guy, you feel me? But I think I think just they need a small forward. Like I think they actually just need a small forward. A lot of teams are a small forward away. I've been saying the Knicks are a small forward away, but there isn't much small forwards. Like the fucking Celtics have two of them. The Clippers have two of them. Like there's and what else is there out there? Like after that, I understand what you France, mean. France, France is no gonna not going nowhere. I mean they've said it too, like. The whole of the 2010s, you needed at least a, if I, let's say even fuck it, like the last 15 years, I know most of it's Bron, but you needed like an all-star tier small forward, whether it's the tier of Wiggins or it's fucking LeBron, because you got LeBron, uh, KD, Kawhi, Wiggins, and like even if you just talk about teams that made it to the fucking finals, Tatum, you feel me? Like you kind of need that that really good small forward. I know where you're Middleton. coming from. And even though no, Middleton is taking such a step yes. back. That's, that's, oh my God, like, this is not rude. But like, this is not real. I'm not saying, but it is not real. Middleton's in a small forward. Like he was, he's like pretty good. He's not like super elite. You're my nigga no, but now. Middleton nigga played now. that Rip Hamilton role that's really important in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I but yeah, historically, now. you do need that elite small forward or big. Like, because really... You, you don't need an elite big. I feel like you, you now you need a big. I feel like you need one or the other. Okay, 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 okay. Historic. Because I, I feel like the, is more the only guard that's really winning the chips is like, well, like Steph. Okay. Steph. I forgot her name. Okay, Becky Hammond. Becky. Bro, wait, okay, I was just nigga. thinking about that. Didn't she say, like, you can't win a chip with a small guard? Yeah. But then it's I feel like Steph is the only it's one. Really hard, but even though the whole but league is the, the best players of the league are all fucking guards now. So that's going to be changing for the but next like, decade. Yeah, historically, like, every championship run has, like, an elite wing or like an elite big man. But you don't think, for example, because like Keegan Murray's good, guys. He's good and pause. He's got the size to him. I don't want to move him to the bench or move him to the two. <clears throat> like, for example, look at a DeJounte Murray. Does that not make them better throwing DeJounte at the two? Oh, with the Kings? Yeah. Oh, it does. I wouldn't say that's like finals, but you can't see them scratching and clawing to the conference finals. That it's makes them a contender. They need like a lucky matchup. I feel like for round. them to get to the conference finals is like. Somebody else has to knock somebody out, and then they like take care of business and then like, some shit like that. Because I don't feel like they're outright beating or getting their way to the conference I'm, finals. I'm gonna say this though, because Dave said it, they gotta be lucky. I'm gonna be real with you. The only luck they need is to not be on the same side as Denver, 
because I can see them beating OKC and I can see them beating Minnesota. And then everyone else, like the Suns, the the Mavs, all of them, all them teams, the Clippers even, they could give them a run for the fucking month. They could beat those teams. The only unbeatable team for the Kings is the Nuggets. So if the Nuggets is up here and you're down here as like a six seed or some shit, is if you're not the four or five seed or whatever, however it ends up, if you're on the other fucking side of the bracket, you could go to the conference finals. I don't see what with a DeJounte Murray, of course, mm-hmm. in this situation. Not not how they are right now. But if they got like a DeJounte Murray, I, I don't know what other two guard that they could get that's like borderline all-star, all-star tier. That would be good. Not Zach Levine. Oh, I was, I, in my head, I was about to be like Zach Levine. They gotta play some defense. You wanna be elite, they gotta play some defense. You feel me? To make up for Fox isn't bad, but he's like average, you feel me? To make up for for that little bit of defensive deficiency. But I, I would say the Kings, the Kings. The Mavs and the Knicks are a move away from contendership. What do you guys think? That that's my three solidified. They those are teams that's right under contender. Bro, I feel like the Mavs. Like, I don't really watch Mavs games like that, but I feel like Kyrie and Luca would just never really gel like that. Like I feel like they can't. They couldn't beat, you know, any of these. Any of these like, well, they couldn't beat the Nuggets. Like I know they can't beat the Nuggets. Definitely not. But like, they they need themselves a a, a great big man. You know, what I'm trying to say. What's with the Mavs and these trash ass big men all the time? Like they can never have anyone good since Dirk. Like by the way, Tyrese is playing today. Yeah, just I know I I didn't, I didn't oh. want to correct you like on the oh, spot, he's playing but today? you said like oh when he's still out, but yeah he's coming yeah, back. He, tonight. Oh, okay, he came back. But uh, but yeah, like the Mavs, I just feel like I just feel like they just don't gel, bro. I don't know, and it's not even like me watching games. I just feel like they're putting up. It's so, Adam. Your turn. My turn. Yeah, yeah. I don't see that. I don't like that. How that works? That should never. You never. I can't name one team in history that that it works like that. Because even oh. Kobe and Shaq was passing each other to each other and shit. It wasn't your turn, my turn. Like KD and Steph. There's a lot of ball movement there. Mm. You're not gonna win two ISO guys. You feel me? Uh, definitely. That's that's low key. Like, damn. I hate bringing up the Knicks all the time, but like that low key be a problem. But, like Runson and random. Like that's why we need one more guy. That's why I was like, say the Knicks just bullshit. They drafted Bronny next year. Like LeBron came to us on a free agent. Oh LeBron came to us on a so free agency. Happy. I was like, would that even work though? Like Bron- Brunson and Randall around LeBron, just like in terms of like Brunson needs the ball, Randall needs the ball. Like, would that really work with LeBron? Like, I feel like just because LeBron is on that team and that team is already complete, it'd be elite. Like, it'd be conference finals easily. But it's like, would that really work though in the grand scheme of things? It's possible. I mean, Bron's on Bron like it was even three years ago, but. It's, it's possible. I would say like that Knicks team is better than what he got in the fucking Lakers right now. Sadly. Yeah, team, team, team. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Team. Like but, team overall. But let's not hover around the Knicks. But yeah, the Mavs, uh, that team, I don't think they're going to work out. Um, that's You could low-key use the same logic with the Suns. Even though I, just, I said the Suns are contender status. Shit, what more can they... Oh, actually... I was about to say, what the... No, the I know... What else are they going to no, get with what they, with, you, what, they, with what they can move? Yeah, with what they can move. But what I've been saying... About the Suns. I said this in the summer when this move first happened. Them niggas need a fucking point guard, bro. That's why they're ass right now. They don't mm-hmm. have a point guard. They're just playing. Just They're just out there doing things. I'm sure Alfred Payton needs a job. I don't know where the fuck yeah, he is. Yeah, he needs a job somewhere. Uh, Kemba Walker would love a job. No, he's fucking ass in Europe. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's clips for him. Is it it's true over. The, is it true the Warriors are going to, uh, might release Chris Paul or might dump Chris Paul? Would would y'all would y'all would y'all even think that moves the needle though? Chris Paul is fucking thirty nine. He, he needs help. No, he I'm needs good, help. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That Chris Paul like borderline forty. Oh, I don't know, bro. Oh, you know who's dying for a job? Isaiah Thomas. 
Come on, nigga. Bro, he not be, even peak him as an Elton's team, Dude, bro. he doesn't even be applying on LinkedIn. He applies on Twitter. Like, that yeah, shit is yeah, fucking a joke sometimes. Everyone just be like, bro, just, just give up. It's over, That bro. nigga be on Indeed looking for, like, starting point guard job, nigga. <laughs> One million dollar salary. Like, nigga, come on, bro. Go start a podcast, bro. It's over. He sh- he's one guy that should start a podcast. I ain't gonna lie. No, man. Hi, Dave. I want you to take the honor. I'm still gonna read the names, but I, ho- I want you to hold on to the Sydney Sweeney's right now. Don't shake them yet. We do it after the announcement. It's time for the MVP of the week. Four guys. I'm not going to lie. Nobody did anything crazy this week. And we also had a, a day off because of MLK day. So most of these guys really only play like two games. Some of them three. So let's start off real quick. MB dropped 41 points in both games. One of them was versus Jokic. Low-key a statement game. Colin Sexton, 27, 4, and 5. 30 and 5, 31 and 7. He's 2 and 1. And I'm sorry, and beat his 2 and 0, by the way, on the week. Brunson, some buys, hometown buys. 30 and 7, then 41, 8 and 8. The Knicks are 2 and 0 so far. And the fucking marksman, the finished marksman, bro. Laurie Markinen. 29, 9 and 5, 32 and 10, 26, 10 and 4. The Jazz are 2 and 1, surprisingly. <sighs> Lost to the Thunder, and I'm so happy I bound the Thunder to win that game. Who was y'all's MVP of the week before I go? Um, yo, shout out Colin Sexton, shout out Larry Market and um Jazz have been playing really good as Recently. of late. Shout out Will Hardy, that's a real fucking coach. Um, but my MVP of the week, Jalen Brunson, man. Brunson? Yeah. Fair is that hometown bias or do we think he outperformed and beat? Nah, just that's just bias. Nah, I was watching the game. I was watching both I don't think games. He has one yet. I don't think he won one this year. Because Kyrie won last week. I was watching both games, bro, and he's just, he's just crazy. You got to get one. I was going to give it to Embiid, but I'm like, ah, let me give it to my guy, Brunson. He he loves to cook the Wizards for some reason. Fuck the he cooks the Wizards. torching them. And Jordan uh, Jordan Poole, uh, you, you're a stupid-ass nigga. Because you guys could have won the game, and you took a, a fucking three with, like, mad time on the shot clock. Didn't, didn't Justin draft that guy really early in fantasy basketball? Oh, yeah, I did. But and drop on the free agency because he's not even averaging 20 fantasy points. I don't even blame him. I said he, I thought he was gonna be good. Yeah, too. we yeah. all bugging, bro. I said that. I, I, I'm pretty sure I said on the pod. They were, you guys were cooking at me. You're just like, he's gonna be fucking, he's gonna be trash. I, I knew that nigga was gonna be trash. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say you're Broussarded, nigga. Yeah, you're mad Broussard. You're a big ass Broussard. That's what you are, bro. You're not that good anymore. <laughs> you can't say the other word. Oh, oh, okay, okay. He's a Broussard. <clears throat> all right, um, bro, I gotta say, Embiid, man, like, I'll. You know, I wanted to say Brunson too, but like someone was gassing it up today at work, and I was like, "Bro, it was a crazy performance." But the Wizards are seven and thirty something, man. Like, you know, I always take an account against who who we're playing against, but like, beat it against Jokic. Come that on, is fire. Bro, that's crazy. Like, that's, that's how that Twitter prop right there. Like the Twitter people were like. Yeah, Embiid's better than Jokic. I'm not, like, yeah, I'm I'm just being biased. Bro, them them Philly fans is pushing out Gobo's level propaganda, bro. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Nah, bro, that shit is too funny. Fuck, I'm a tiebreaker. My I, I hear Dave's point. I, I I love the bias too. But like Dave said, bro, it's the fucking wizards. If he did this against <laughs> Halliburton, if he did this against Derek White, oh my god. Because Derek White is right behind him in all-star voting for whatever reason, and they're saying that he should be above him. If he did that against Derek White, Dame, fucking Max, you know, his direct competitors to start, it would have been fire. He was doing that shit against Jordan Poole, bro, and Kuzma. You feel me? You and know what's funny? he did it against his fucking rival, Jokic. So I'm going to give it to Jokic. You know what's funny? He cooked Denny out there and he finished. He was like, get this nigga off me. 
<laughs> he really say, I don't know if he said that, but he did, he did this I, shit. He always adds shit, bro. Can you really say nigga or not? Nah, I don't think All right, I didn't even hear him say it, though. No, yeah. but he did this. Uh, and usually when niggas do that, they're like, get this nigga off me. Like, <laughs> I thought he said that though. I thought that was on the or get him out the game. Like I thought that was on the on the court mic shit that. that oh no no! Oh the the, the legend leak shit. Yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, shit comes yeah. in so close. Dude, I, I gotta give it to him. Beat shake shake the Sydney Sweeney's bro. Shout out Embiid. What were you about to say, Dave? What was the point you was about to make? Uh, as far as what? Uh, I thought he was about to start talking. Oh, I mean, is it the last segment? Yes, correct. But but I do want to give a, a bonus. Uh, oh, you wanna? What, you want to shout out RJ? I think we need to talk about uh, this man really quick, just like a minute or two. The RJ era. You were getting cooked by, <laughs> by um, happy birthday to Colin, by the way. Big shout out. You're getting cooked by Colin. He's like, what RJ era? Siakam was the best player, we're, but now he's gone. We're currently in the RJ Barrett era. <laughs> Bro, hype about it. you know, it's tough as a Knicks fan. You know, I, I like having our guys that we draft do well. And like RJ was kind of the turning point. Like you were, he was a guy that you're like, he's going to be a future all-star. All this stuff. And, you know, for the first three years, you couldn't slander the guy, even if you played bad. And I never did. But, you know, it turned a leaf. Like, you started realizing it was just, it just wasn't going to work out in New York. He was my first ever basketball jersey I ever bought. Paid 120 bucks for this. It doesn't even matter anymore. It but, doesn't uh, matter. But I'm always going to have it because he gave it his all for us. It just didn't work out. And, like, when they come to New York to play tomorrow, like, I hope everyone cheers for him. Like, I hope no one better boo RJ Barrett. It was not his fault he got traded. It was not Emmanuel Quigley's fault they got traded. They're always going to be our guys. And um, even though I was, like, really hard on RJ in the group chats for the last, like, year, basically, uh, you know, I always hope, I always wish him a lot of success. I hope he's an all-star. I hope he proves me wrong and stuff. Star J, nigga. Yeah. And yeah. one other quick shout-out. RJ got me fucking watching Raptors games, bro. Like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> I look at the box score all the time. I'm like, RJ RJ's fan. good again. I'd be watching Raptors on League Pass now because of RJ. <laughs> The CTE got to him like them football players. Like oh he got the God, he got geez. the he got the migraines, and then he forgot to play for how to play for us for the rest of the season. He went to Toronto, and then he got the he got his powers back. And I have people texting me. Um, they're like, "Looks like RJ went to Toronto and figured it out." I'm like, "Don't do that, nigga. Don't do that." <laughs> Dave said. Dave said the magic word of the day: football. Oh. Shout out to fucking Jared Goff. Who you want to bet against and who Hold you on, was nigga. hating on all fucking season. Shout out to Jared Goff, because now we about to cook the Buccaneers. On I know Sunday. you were sweating, nigga. You won I by one point. I was not scared. <laughs> I was not scared. You know why? Justin, you wanna know why I wasn't scared? Because of Jared fucking golf. Fucking Puka Nakua had a legendary game. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't I really don't care. You were sweating. I really don't care. Did you see St. Brown and Jared Goff cook? Yeah, St. Yeah. Brown. St. Yeah. Brown was carrying niggas. Yeah. Jared Goff, respect Jared Goff. They almost Stop. sold, bro. Like, Stop. They Y'all do anything did. to slander this nigga for no reason. Like, just because I just want to bring this up. You you and Mikey Lars want to laugh at me saying Goff is a top five QB. I was like, he's not even top 10 because he don't run the fucking ball. I don't care. Who's still in the playoffs? I don't see Jalen Hurts, who's supposed to be top Respectfully. three. Respectfully. Where's Jalen Hurts? Nobody was calling Nick Foles top five when he made his run. It don't fucking matter because you know Jared Goff's top five. Nobody was calling Joe five. Flacco top, top five. Nobody called Joe Flacco top five, five when he Joe made his run. Joe Flacco played five Joe fucking games. No, Joe and Flacco. Still, no, I'm y'all talking still about. Sleep on this nigga. But when he gets to the fucking conference championship, I don't want to hear shit. Nigga. I'm talking about 2013. I don't hear nothing. Joe Flacco, who's had, who has a better fucking run than Jared Goff. It don't matter. Nobody was calling that nigga top but five. But if he wins the Super Bowl, it's not, it's not a good ass run. It is a good run. Uh, that's great. Run. But nobody was calling that nigga top five, bro. The equivalent to this, my nigga, is like 
Um, fuck. The according to this is like the Heat for whatever reason. I just made the finals. They ship off like they blame Bam for everything. They ship that nigga the fucking Pistons. Goes to the Pistons, sucks the first year. Second year, cooks, takes him to a fucking eight seed, and takes him now to a top three seed, and on the verge of going to the fucking NBA Finals. And y'all respect that shit. So respect Jared Goff, nigga. Respect him. <laughs> respect him. Because y'all y'all want to love me. Y'all got to tune in whenever he sucked. But whenever he was good and I wasn't talking, y'all was silent. When he was throwing for 350 yards, y'all was silent. When he cooked the Chiefs week one, y'all was silent. Top five QB in the league right now. Fuck is you talking about? Jared Goff gonna cook the Buccaneers. Hold on. I that- don't want to hear it. And he even admitted it. He said, me and Eric were at work. We were praying they were gonna lose. Fuck you niggas. <laughs> y'all, y'all, bet, y'all, y'all praying that the Lions lose just to clown me, a team that suffered so much and shit. Jared Goff who got shipped out to the middle of nowhere because they didn't want him and set picks with him because that's how bad they didn't want fucking, fucking want him on the team. I'm stunned because I love Jared Goff. I love Jared Goff. You want to, every fucking touchdown, oh, Stafford's a demon. And fucking Mikey Locks sending a fucking goat emoji for the Rams and shit. And this nigga admitting, like, yeah, we were praying they were going to lose at work. Fuck y'all niggas. Hold on. The Lions' success is not all because of Jared Goff, though. It's because of good fucking drafting this recent era. The last two drafts? Yeah, the draft last three drafts were fucking great. Amon Ross St. Brown, fucking Aiden Hutchinson, Jameer Gibbs, like they're doing the tight, a, Laporta? Laporta, nigga. Like they're doing a great job. The, literally, once they get their next QB after Are they, are they doing this with Daniel fine. Jones? Because y'all, y'all making him sound like he's Daniel Jones. Well, are not, they doing Daniel this with Daniel Jones, Jones? No, they're not doing this with Daniel Jones. Are they doing this shit with Zach Wilson? Because no. y'all, y'all want to make him sound like he's an average ass or a bum ass nigga. No, he's not. Yeah, but Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson are arguably like two bottom five Yeah, they're probably bottom tier quarterbacks. But that's what y'all make Jared Goff sound like. That's my point, nigga. I mean, uh, this, okay, they're doing this shit with Tua. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Deshaun he's Watson. A, he's a he's a choker. Uh, I don't he's, know. I don't know about this. Tua's a choker. I don't Jared know about Deshaun Watson. Got ice in his fucking veins, nigga. Ice in his that veins. That nigga don't have ice I don't in his want, veins. I don't want. That's it. I don't want to hear anything else. From that's you why guys. they traded Justin, that nigga after Justin, they couldn't win a Super Justin, Bowl, and they won the year go. after. Let's go. Let's go. They traded that nigga and won a Super Bowl. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Where's your fucking team, nigga? Giants, nigga. Where's your team, nigga? I saw my team with a chip, nigga. I'm chilling. Where's the Steelers, Kev? I'm chilling. chilling. That's all I got to say. Nigga, that's all I got to say. The Rams traded Jared Goff and won a Super Bowl right after. That's all I got to say. All right, and the Lions won a a fucking playoff game without Matthew Stafford. That's fine. I don't want to hear shit. That's fine. And he had Megatron. Yeah, y'all won a playoff game. And he had Megatron, nigga. Is Megatron worse than St. Brown? No. I ain't think so. Fucking house rules right now, please. I want to get the fuck out of here. Huh? The rest, oh, yeah, the rest of the team was historically ass. I, I want to get ass. out of here. Let's go. Listen, they they, they listen. went 0-16 when they drafted. Let's let's go. Smoking the let's Eagles go. pack. Smoking the Eric pack right shout here. Shout out Baker Mayfield, nigga. Let's go. We, but I don't hear shout out Jared Goff, so I'm going to do it. Shout out Jared Goff. Uh, sh- shout out Jared Goff. I'm trying to get out of here. Fuck is you talking nah, about? Shout out Jared Goff. Niggas want to hop on now. Go ahead. I'm not hopping on. Go. I'm just acknowledging. Go. Hop on the bandwagon and do the housekeeping, nigga. Alright, guys, if you guys are listening on audio, please give us five stars. Please like. We appreciate it. If you guys are watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Please like. Um, Shorts is going up. Uh, We're trying to hit 100 by Valentine's Day. Get us there. Do the thing. 22 away. Yeah, 22 away. Um, If you guys are on TikTok, please follow at the J&J Podcast. It just hit 300 followers. That's really good. Keep doing your thing. And um, yeah, shout out to you guys. been really good. Big shout-outs, big shout-outs. Dave, anything you want to say before we head out of here? Because I know you're not here every week. Yo, man, 
I love being on here with you guys. Keep doing your thing. Pause. You guys, you guys do a good job with uh pause. Has that pause? Because I said being, being on somewhere here. with men. I oh. I appreciate you guys inviting me onto the pod. Like it's like the third time I've been on here, I think. And uh, you know, it's always more fun. I like you guys seeing do your own thing. You guys got your own studio a little here now. And uh, I see you guys grinding with the shorts all the time. Always pop up on my recommended. Shout out the Colombian ladies that I saw on my vacation. On, on a set, on a set. Next We're time too. I come back, it's, it's up. It's up. I'm coming in there for the WhatsApps. Oh, my God. Like, no WhatsApps. cap. The WhatsApps. And then we're going to go to the, to the, to bailar. Bailar some salsa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the show. Guys, <laughs> see you guys next week. It's over. We out of here. See y'all next week. Jerk Peace. off. Conference championship next week. Baker Gangsta. Mayfield. Maybe. Conference <laughs> championship. <laughs> all right. All right.